Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about Hawkeye Episode 3, among uh, many other things, as we always do. Uh, but yeah, we're going to go ahead and get this thing going. Hey, everyone. This is Dylan. Hey, everyone. This is Nick. And I'm Michael. And uh, yeah, what's up? Uh, we got a new voice. We got Nick. Nick from the Sugarland location. What's up, dude? Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, dude. Uh, we are very happy to have you on on this uh, journey of exploring new hosts, you know, so it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm ha- happy to see all these new uh, or well, I'm seeing new faces. Y'all are hearing new voices, whatever. It's radio. How does it work? Um, but anyway, before we go any further, we got to make sure that we always remember our pickle. Pickle. Oh, man. Of the week. We pickle tried. of the week. All right. I'm going to go ahead and go first. We didn't prep Nick on this. Uh, on, on how to, on how that segment goes, you know, that's as we do, I do homework. All right. So my pickle of the week is not a comic this week. I'm picking the new D and D book, which had a street date of, uh, the seventh, but, uh, there's shipping delays and we don't have it yet. Uh, we're going to, we should have it by the end of the week. Um, it is Dungeons and Dragons, Strixhaven curriculum of chaos. That is the next magic, the gathering licensed D and D book, which they Ooh. are the same company. So that doesn't, that obviously makes sense. Um, this is going to be a really cool book, and it's going to be we're going to have all the alternate art covers available um, at a fine Bedrock City establishment near you. That's cool. My backup pick is um, oh gosh, what 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 is it called? Uh, it's just, it's a wrestling book. I forget. I'll have to pull up the title. It looks it looks ridiculous. But I'm about <laughs> it. Go ahead, Dylan. What you got? Okay, mine is a Marvel book. It's called Marvel Voices Community Number One. I've enjoyed the. Uh, Marvel voices once we've gotten so far. And this one um, is like about Latinx creators and characters like uh, Miles, White Tiger, Ghost Rider, stuff like that. Nice. Um, so it's a little, it's kind of like an anthology, different tons of creators and different little vignettes. But there's also a brand new character who's apparently going to be in other things going forward. So it's first appearance also. But it's nine ninety nine. It's a, it's a big book. Um, I haven't read it yet, but it looks really good. It does. It looks there's a bunch of really cool covers too. It's yeah, I feel like you gotta pick a cover on this one. It's not this isn't a multi-cover buy for me anyway. It's like if I'm committing to a ten dollar book, I'm gonna yeah, you know, pick I'm not trying to make a hundred dollar commitment. You know? Luckily, there's a lot of like cover price uh covers, you know. So yes, there are you get one there pretty are. cheap. But that's my what, yeah. What about you, Nick? What's your pick this week? Uh I'm gonna go with uh my favorite writer, uh, Donnie Cates' crossover. I uh, dude, I love crossover, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, you're big. You're a big Donny Cates fan. What's your favorite Donny Cates book? Man, that's hard. Uh, I, yeah, okay, sorry. I, it's like spot. asking your favorite your favorite noodle in a bowl of macaroni and cheese, right? Like, it's, yeah, no, that's all... actually one of my inspirations. It's actually one of my inspirations in my writing. So uh, that's awesome. I have, I have a whole shelf of stuff up by him. Uh, I actually have a. I wouldn't say a shrine. I, I mean, like a, it's a we're, all, we're all friends here. It's a shrine. It's okay. Uh, I mean, I have like signed comics from uh, Comicpalooza. I met him and Ryan Stegman at the Venom Experience at Comicpalooza. When was that? Twenty nineteen. Oh, this past this past was it twenty twenty one? Yeah, this year. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. okay, nice. Or twenty twenty. Wait, I don't, I don't know. know. What, the what last year is it? The recent, the recent one. I like nice. time is time is like non-existent right now. <laughs> yeah, for uh, real. Yeah, I got like my King and Black number one sign. I got Venom number one sign. Absolute Carnage number one side a variant of absolute card signed and my crossover number one side 
Oh, that's so, cool. Oh, we, we we had a sign number one crossover uh, CGC at the at the Clear Lake store a couple months ago. It's a good. It's a it's an awesome book. No, if y'all if y'all have like to echo Nick, crossover is a solid book. If you haven't read it, it's really cool. If you like comic industry stuff, it is definitely like comics history, but not boring. Um, it's very interesting. I like it. Oh look, Dylan, we match. We got the we yeah. got the same. Look at that. And we out here with our Coke Zero Sugar, now I more have, delicious. I just, I just have high quality H two O. Hey, that's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, crossover is awesome, dude. Um, but before we end this uh, comic segment, we got to make sure we always remember our good ones, our number ones. This is a segment that we do once a week, um, honored in tribute uh, to uh, to Ron, our former host, who has moved on uh, from the show uh, and from this life. We like to assume he's dead. I don't know where he is. I mean, I saw him yesterday, but he's fine. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> anyway, so if, you, if you're a longtime listener, you'll remember that uh, Ron, it's going to get progressively more grim as the weeks go on. Let's talk about the horrible ways that Ron died. Um, we should think of a new one each each episode. Okay. It's sort okay. of like old school South Park, where it's like, how is Kenny going to get killed this week? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. I'll, 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 I'll think of one for next week. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Dylan. Like I'll, I'll say, hey Dylan, whatever happened to Ron? And you'll say, oh, he got trampled by reindeer or something. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's do a Christmas <laughs> one. Save that for Christmas. Bookmark it. Hey, every, all listeners, I'm gonna edit this out, maybe, uh, but forget it. No, you all won't. right? Yeah, I won't. But anyway, so <laughs> this is the number one segment that we do. Uh, and Ron used to do this. It was really cool. Uh, he would compile a list of all the number ones coming out this week. Uh, so that's a number one. If you don't know, is a perfect place to jump on to become a new reader or a returning reader from an old series. Maybe they got rebooted and you know what? Like it's time to read something new or rediscover old favorites. So here I have the giant list. It's, it's a big list this week. Uh, not as big as two weeks ago with all those DC annuals. That was wild. But um, so here we go. Here's all the number ones. We have Daisy, One Star Squadron, Superman, Son of Kal-El, uh, Annual, uh, World of Krypton, Star Trek Mirror War Data, Mirror War Data, sorry, Data, capital D, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Best of Shredder, Lady Mechanica, Monster of the Ministry of Hell, Captain America, Iron Man, Death of Doctor Strange, Colin Blade, Demon Days, X-Men Director's Cut, uh, Creator's Cut, sorry, um, Devil's Reign, Giant Size Black Cat Infinity Score, Marvel Voices Community, Star Wars Crimson Reign, Archie's Holiday Magic Special, Buckhead, I have to say that very clearly, Buckhead. It's a, from Boom. It's a children's book. Buck. Uh, buck. But it's with a, with a hard B. I struggle with that on during the live sale, too, because there's auto-generated captions. <laughs> oh, God. And every time Kevin says horror book, it oh, says something no. else in the captions. And I'm like, I don't want to. If oh, you no. say inappropriate words, it like won't put it on people's timeline. Like It's very harmful, you know? So I'm like, oh, wow. horror, horror book. Scary. Scary <laughs> exactly. books. So we yeah. have Buckhead. Uh, we have Buffy the Last Vampire Slayer, or Buffy the Vampire the Last Slayer, um, Crimson Cage, uh, which is um, the book I was talking about, which is uh, the, this crazy wrestling book. Uh, Brace, okay, are you ready, Dylan? You ready for the? Do you know what this book's about? No. Okay, Here, read the. Here's this solicit. Brace yourselves for a no holds barred reimagining of William Shakespeare's Macbeth from the critically acclaimed creators of Sync. Um, Chuck Frenzy, 1984, 
Uh, Chuck Frenzy is the main event star of a local Louisiana pro wrestling territory, but yearns for something greater. A fateful encounter with a trio of terrifying beings in the bayou gives Chuck a glimpse of championship glory beyond his wildest dreams if he's willing to do something terrible to achieve it. So it's a guy who wants to succeed as a wrestler and then consults some weird voodoo people in the swamp. I read the first issue. It's pretty lit. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty good. But anyway, so that's from AWA Upshot. Um, we also have Devil Tree, Lunar Room, and the oversized magazine format or magazine size Tales of Mother F Goose. And Dylan, what does the F stand for? Fortnite. Fortnite. The F stands for know. Fortnite, kids. Uh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it definitely stands for Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Not anything else. But anyway, those are the number totally. ones. Go go pick them up this week uh, at any of the stores near you. But um, this is the part of the show where we would like to remind everyone to please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us out, and it helps new people find the show. It'll also help us achieve our, our goal of getting Rotten Tomatoes verified. Once we hit 200 reviews, we will start affecting the rankings of the films that we review. So do us a favor and do it already. I, I, I had to do that for memory because I didn't have it pulled up. It's like It was perfect. Yeah, I got it right, I think. I, I, only, I only had one stumble where I... Uh, messed the up the, the almost of the year um but let's talk about our events this week um so uh as you know if you've been listening keyforge we typically do at my at my store um every other week uh but because of the holidays we're going to do it two weeks in a row so december 10th this friday is our first keyforge of the month it's going to be a sealed deck format that is a buy a deck and your opponent uses it so it's a, a, a twist on the sealed and the reversal format and if you've never played keyforge before that's fine. Event starts at seven. I start set up at six and teach people to play from six to seven. You can learn the game in 20 minutes. It's not hard. Um, it's a ton of fun. And if you ever want to come and play in a very friendly uh, beginner format, you know, it's this is this is the one to come to. Um, so that is this Friday at 10. I'm sorry, at 7 p.m. the 10th. And then also Keyforge on the 17th, same deal, 7 p.m. to, to nine ish. Uh, 9.30-ish, uh, with a one hour ahead of time, learn to play. We are playing our my world-famous white elephant format, where you bring a deck from home that you don't mind getting rid of. It, hey, Dylan, it is world-famous. I posted it on Reddit, and at least one other store used it, okay? So, it is, you're muted. Um, it is, it is uh, world-famous at this point. Um, so, anyway, uh, Dylan's, Dylan's got technical difficulties here. Um, We'll figure it out. So um, anyway, Keyforge is this Saturday, this Friday, the 10th, and the next Saturday, the 17th. But the the white elephant format is you bring a deck from home that you don't mind losing. Um, and then once you get to the store, you put it in a bag and you put it in a comic box. And once everyone's there, they've put all their decks in the box. Um, the store matches it with loose decks. So there's double the amount of decks in the box. You shake it up and everybody goes in and grabs one. And that's the deck you use. Uh, so you might walk away with the one you put in or you might not. And then at the end of the night, um, aside from additional pricing, which is going to be plentiful this month uh, in the spirit of the holidays, um, we are going to be giving all the decks back out too. So you will walk away with two decks. So a ton of fun. Uh, Then we have our paint night on December the 18th. That is from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. That is going to be a freestyle event. So you can paint anything you want. We just got a huge mini shipment in. Huge, massive. So we do have some leftover kits from the from the past event. So you can pick up one of those. They're 20 bucks, comes with paint minis or the mini and some brushes. That's great. Uh, you can also pick up some paints there. We sell individual paints. We sell brushes, the whole deal. 
Um, we will also have a small selection of store paints available to use. Uh, so you can, you, it is the barrier for entry is pretty low. Uh, you can get a 499 mini, uh, which comes with two. Uh, so that's two people, you know, bring a friend five bucks and you're in, uh, or, you know, if you're feeling spicy, get a $30 dragon and see what's up, you know, uh, that's like what I'm going to do. I'm painting, I'm painting a dragon. I don't care. Let's go. Um, and then I should also mention that our Katie store is hosting a min, uh, paint night the week before on the 11th. They are, they are doing a WizKids Bone Claw paint and take event. That is going to be from 7 to 10. Um, that is going to be a $20 event. You buy the miniature. You get the paints. Just like I said before, um, paint along with everyone who is painting the same miniature and try to achieve uh, you know similar results or really just go nuts and have fun. Uh, and those those uh, those types of paint nights are a ton of fun, as several of you know who listen, um, who come to my events, uh, my paint nights. Uh, it's a ton of fun. It's my favorite hobby. I love it. But uh, that's I all. That's I all. I think I'm gonna go to the next one. You should. But the next I one might. is in January. No, the the, the freestyle. No, the December. Oh, the, the one in Katie. Wait, I thought y'all. I thought you had one. Okay, never mind. I have. I, I have one. Oh, okay, uh, Katie has one this Saturday. Uh, no, I no, have the one December. After. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, yeah, the freestyle. That's not January, want. right? No, no, no. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, my, my event is on the 18th. The so 18th? Yeah, come, come down. Yeah. Cool. I thought you had a conflicting event that day, but I guess you don't. I might. We'll yeah, see. yeah, we're going to find I out. No- I normally do every time. You, you always do. Night. You always bail on my painting events. I don't bail. You just schedule them. Oh, look at me. I things. get signings for the store. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what, do, okay. what do you have, Dylan? Uh, we have a live sale tonight at betteroxidia.com slash live. It's on our Facebook page. Um, it goes for two hours from 7 to 9 p.m. And uh, tonight is Wednesday, by the way. Um, and then we'll have lots of cool books. Here. There's a lot of new graded books that Richard brought, like uh, Spider-Man 121, uh, yes. Death of Gwen Stacy, uh, Detective 359, First Batgirl, mm. um, the Submariner one. And then there's an Amazing Spider-Man 50, First Appearance of Kingpin. Might be... What? That might well, go up well, soon. That, that might be topical. Know. It yeah. might. I'm just saying that might go up soon. This is probably the last week it'll be at this price if we still have it. I mean, the um, book's already expensive anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, just a recommendation. Keep an eye on it. Uh, it's a but, smart buy. Um, it's a smart buy. Yeah, exactly. That's tonight. And then um, on December 15th, which is a Wednesday, not a Thursday, because December 16th is Spider-Man Day. Um, that's right. Yeah, yeah uh, but the 15th is our holiday party slash sale. It's at all the locations, all six of them. It starts at 7.30 after we close, 7.30 p.m. And uh, everything in the store will be on sale. Um, we have free food, free drinks, raffle prizes. Um, the raffle prizes are free. You just get a ticket just for going. Um, and then, like I said, sale. Back issues are half off. Graphic novels 40% off. Toys 25 to 50. So I know some of y'all have some like last-minute holiday shopping to do. This is like the perfect opportunity. 10 days, you know? before christmas so yeah i mean that is last minute so come come get it and even if you don't come get come get something for yourself or just come and get some free food you know and i mean not to not to put clear like over but we did just get oh. in a really good spider-man collection oh and it that's will, right it, it will be it is priced it is mostly <gasps> all priced and it will be out for the sale Ooh, that's cool come see what's up i'll make How you really does it wall. go um, how early does it go? I mean, we say seven. Like what's 30, the lowest? But, no, no. Oh. What's like the lowest number of your Spider-Man collection? You know, uh, uh, four. Really? Dang. Yeah. 
we that's had a cool. three, but that went already. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's nice, man. We also had a, a Walking Dead one walk in today, but I think it didn't stay. Oh, makes sense. Look at me. Well, we have a Walking Dead one. Okay, yeah. okay, fine, whatever. You're not special. Well, I'm just saying, maybe Walking Dead. Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe Walking Dead is slowing down a little bit. You know. Um, yeah, let normal normal people get a chance to buy that book. Exactly. For not a million dollars. Yeah, the people who still like are obsessed with the show. You know. Yeah. Right. That's all I got. Though. It's still on. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, with three two spinoffs. I was watching a. Uh, uh, oh my god i'm about to out myself as a giant dork which you already didn't know um oh, we didn't know that. i was watching the trailer or not the trailer i was watching a recap of the Fortnite story because we're, we're playing a uh, chapter three now so <laughs> I, I don't know what's going too. on it was like 25 minutes uh i didn't realize daryl and michonne were skins no one walks around with them but yeah. uh they had a walking dead crossover it's like wow how we missed out on so much we did I saw someone with a Doctor Doom skin yesterday. I was like, "Oh man, bring that yeah, guy back!" I saw Doctor Doom. I saw someone with Mystique, and I was like, "Oh, I want that one. That one's cool." I mean, they'll bring this stuff back. It's like they had Nick Fury up there the other day. I don't day. think so. I've been. I mean, maybe at some point, but the weird property ones don't seem to come back very often. You know, yeah. the IPs. But this isn't know. the Fortnite episode. That's I next mean, week. not yeah, this next week. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, right. But anyway. Um, that's it for our events uh, this week. Um, but let's get into the watch list. Uh, what do we watch? What do we watch this week? Dylan, you want to go first? Sure. Uh, I didn't watch a lot. I didn't go to the movies at all this week. Nothing came out. Um, right. But I watched a Oscar contender on Apple TV. It's a movie called Coda. Have you heard of it? Um, excuse you, sir. I saw that at the Sundance Drive-In Festival. Uh, last... Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, wow. that's right. That's Coda. Right. Children of Deaf Adults? Yes, I saw it. It was very yes. good. Okay. Well, I loved it as well. I I saw it because of Michael's recommendation. Uh, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was forever ago, Michael. Michael that, was a, that was a very long time ago. It was very early. but um, That might have been, even been in 2020. It's been uh, on Apple TV for a while. It came out this year on Apple TV. But um, it's what Michael said it was. It's about a, uh, this girl named Ruby, who is a CODA. Um, and a child of deaf adults. Yeah, and she's a uh, she's joined the choir, and she's kind of juggling between staying um, as her parents' interpreters or going to Berkeley. Um, and it's like a family drama, but it's also funny, but like really heartwarming. Oh know? man, the the dynamic between the parents is great. <laughs> I, te- just... I I teared up a couple times, but like yeah, happy, not sad. It was really good. Uh, it, normally, I don't movies I really like that don't it. get the kind of Oscar buzz that this one is. You know, like normally has to have some kind of like utterly tragic element right or or someone really famous in it but i mean the most famous person in this movie is marley matlin uh i mean she's an oscar winner yes um but like i don't think she's hardly like you know a a ticket mover in this day and age you know but they do have you know um many deaf actors in this movie Mm -hmm. which is great you do love to see uh correct casting like that so that's really cool I would highly recommend it. It was very good. Yeah, absolutely. Good choice, Dylan. Thank you. That's all I got. That's not okay. else we're talking about. Um, I I watched half of something, so I didn't get. I I can't really claim it, um, yet because it's not on my uh, on my letterbox. But I did watch a, <laughs> Dylan's gonna roll his eyes from 1960. Um, the uh, <laughs> it is it's a it's Italian. 
Um, and well, according to Wikipedia, well, the movie's in Italian. I would have said it's Italian. Wikipedia says it's Italian, West German, Spanish, French film um, called Mill of the Stone Woman, uh, Women. It's, uh, it's on Arrow Video, and it is the first Italian horror film shot on color. Hmm. Um, it's it's good. good. Yeah, okay. I'm liking it so far. I just had to stop uh, midway through for other reasons. Um, it's it's really cool. It's very Hammer-esque. It has a bunch of people I've never heard of in this movie. Um, it's about, you know, it's, it's Italian and horror from the sixties. It's which women and they're in a thing and, you know, you know, there's a lot of nudity. Um, but, but the movie itself is very good. It's, it's actually surprisingly very well shot. Uh, if you do have an arrow subscription, um, I think it's, I think it's uh, also free on probably Tubi or something. Uh, I'd give it a recommend. I haven't finished it yet, but I think it's worth a recommend. Thanks. I'll let you know next week when I finished. Okay. Um, I don't, I, I mean, other than wrestling, it's been a very, very busy week. Uh, we had our Hanukkah party on Saturday and my whole life for the past two months has been getting ready for having Lori's parents over for Hanukkah, but we did it. Did it, go well? it went great. It went great. Still got the, still got our boy out on the table. The mitzvah moose. Nice. <laughs> Bro. Look That's at him. Cool. Yeah, he's got he's got a drape he's got a, a menorah antlers, dude. They light up. It's that's awesome, dude. It's great. <laughs> uh, he's out here, but anyway, yeah, it was gr- it was a good time. We had a we had a lot of fun, but it was a lot of stress. And uh, one day was spent going to five different targets looking for a matching chair for our set. Um, Dang. Yeah, and we were doing the right thing, doing the online order to pick it up. They're never accurate. Never. Sorry, we couldn't fill your item. You know, every time. Sorry, I'm on the way. If it says one or or only if you left, they don't have it. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. So I, I didn't have a lot of time to watch stuff, but I'm gonna be watching a lot of stuff coming up because I mean we have movies in theaters. Got Matrix tickets. Got Star uh, Star Wars. Uh, Spider Man tickets. I got yes. Nightmare a- Nightmare Alley coming up. The movie dump is happening. I have three it's this week. Three. Yeah, I have. What are you seeing? Uh, Thursday is West Side Story. Oh, okay. Friday is Don't Look Up. And then Saturday is Licorice Pizza. Licorice Pizza looks really good. When you yeah. seeing Wolf. I, I don't think I'm gonna make time for it. I really I, I saw the trailer and I really wanted to see it, but it's just like it's so packed right now, you know? I know. I don't I don't have time I for don't that. know if, I don't have time to watch uh, adults crawl around like wolves, you know? I mean they're they're fursonas. Yeah, you do. They're fursonas. What about you, Nick? What did you watch this week? All right. So, I mean, I'll tell you what I've been watching, and then I'll tell you what I'm excited to watch that's okay. coming up this month. So, I've been on my Sailor Moon kick. <laughs> nice. One of my favorite animes. I'm actually going to get a Sailor Moon tattoo probably for my birthday next week. Nice. Um, cool. Yeah. What are you getting? Uh, I'm definitely going to get the cats, Luna and Artemis. Okay. Um, I do see the some- wall scroll behind you, so. You know, yeah, that's Sailor Mars. Mars. On my, yeah, that's Sailor Mars on my wall right there. Uh, another one. Um, I started another JoJo's one. Bizarre Adventure. Um, oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got, I got. It's so good. I, I can't believe I waited so long to like start, and I've been hearing customers and everybody loves it. Dude. Talk about it, and I can't believe it's super popular. I, I've only heard people say I've never watched JoJo's or I love JoJo's. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or is that a JoJo's reference? 
<laughs> you know, I, 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 I don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, right. You will. Uh, uh, um, so, and I actually rewatched last night. Actually, we watched uh, Miles Morales Spider Man because I'm I you know saw that trailer that teaser. Oh, yeah, is it Spider Verse? Yeah, and then I'm really excited for No Way Home. I got my tickets for next Friday. Well, that's right, shout dude. To my cousin, he got he got as a birthday gift for me. So nice, uh, nice. Oh, is uh, your birthday on Friday? No, it's. I'm gonna pretend it is. Um, my okay, birthday's yeah, yeah. actually next Tuesday on the 14th. Nice. But okay. I'm gonna kind of. I'm gonna low key just pretend that Friday is my birthday, just because it's Spider-Man well, Day. So go, that, what I'm hearing is go to Sugarland and give Nick presents. Is what I'm hearing. Especially on the 15th too. <laughs> on the 15th, the uh, day after, because you know. Yeah. During the uh, holiday party. During the holiday party. <laughs> More reasons to celebrate. All right. Exactly. Um, and then a new one. Uh. It's been out for a while, but I just started because a, you know, super cool person uh, told me about it recently. Uh, it's a Netflix show, Black Mirror. Oh, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I've heard many things about it, and I so much big names were in it the ne- latest mm-hmm. season. And, my, uh, you know, super cool person. Um, uh, I think Le- Leanne really likes that show, too. The manager of the Sugarland store really likes that. Oh, really? Now I have another person to talk about it with. Yeah, well, how, how far did you get? I, I mean, to be honest with you, I only like watched one episode in in the, the latest season. It so the had big one. Anthony oh no, you're in. to the latest season. Okay, got it. Yeah. So you're really far. I, I was told that I didn't. Ha- you didn't have to. It's one of those shows you don't have to watch like every season. It doesn't. Oh, okay. So you're, you you like, started with like, the latest one. Yeah, kind of like American Horror Story, where you don't have to watch every. Yeah, you can watch them out of order for sure. Um, that's what I was told. So I watched the latest. The first episode was like it had Anthony Mackie in it had um i forgot his name but he was in the latest Candyman movie oh okay and um and then also it had oh gosh i can't pronounce her name but she plays um uh mantis and guardians oh yeah yeah, um, yeah. Clem she's in something Pom, yeah. Pom yeah. clementive yeah. yeah i was just blown away i was like so yeah you're um, welcome I'm definitely excited to watch more of that show so i can you know that's cool so I'm glad, I, I'm glad i actually have never watched black mirror i know it's supposed to be really good um i've only heard great things about it is it is is it an anthology dylan like uh i'm getting confused with um each episode is completely different wait no 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 i in my mind up until this just a second ago when i said no 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 i was thinking orphan black oh okay yeah okay black mirror yes i have seen i've seen i've seen a few episodes of black mirror i have not seen anything you know to to speak of i've seen you know uh Sanju Dupero and yeah, uh, mm. Sanju and Nosedive are my favorite. Nick, I've seen Nosedive. What's the one That's where they really see good. a bunch of advertisements or whatever, and they're like, there's a bunch of like, uh, they're like in a grocery store, and the and there's like a bunch of uh, advertisements oh. everywhere. Yeah, I know what you're talking that, about. I, I saw that one. Yeah, yeah, I saw that one. So he's still around like, too. I still like Electric Dreams. That's still of of those types of shows. That's my that's my jam. But that's cool. Um, and I think we all watched Hawkeye episode three, did we not? We did. We did. Yes. So, Nick, um, you, since you weren't here last week, what did you think of the first two? Uh, were you into it? The first two? All right. So, I'll be honest uh, with you. Hawkeye was never really a favorite of mine. Same. Uh, you know, in general. I mean, Jeremy Renner is cool. Too. Like, I yeah. think Jeremy Renner's cool, you know, overall. But, I mean, I wasn't really a big fan. Uh, 
but like when I the hawk when they announced the Hawkeye show, to be honest, I was just like, oh, here's some fillers for Time to Kill before <laughs> right? Spider Man comes out. That's <laughs> I exactly totally how agree. I saw it. We weren't and, we were not uh, excited about it. Yeah. Then I watched the first two episodes all all in one sitting on Thanksgiving Day. I came in with an open mind, and I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Cool. Um, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. We sort of we sort of uh, have the same uh, opinion, right? I was looking yeah. forward to it more, I think, because I like Kate Bishop a lot. But I'm in the yes. same boat with Clint, and I was not looking forward to it for for Hawkeye himself. Yeah. Exactly. Like we like we like Haley Seinfeld. No, uh, I love her. Lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We like we like her a lot. But uh, definitely on my top crush list. <laughs> yeah, no, she's she's super. <laughs> I cool. think she's everyone's new crush based on TikTok. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so Dylan, you wanna you wanna take us through this episode? Sure. I'll just go through kind of chronologically what happened, and we can just talk about it. But um, sure. It pretty much opened with uh, like flashbacks for Maya, a new character, otherwise known as Echo. She's from the uh, Bendis uh, Daredevil run. Um, which I did read. She was super cool on that. Um, but we got a flashbacks to her as a child. Um, a lot of uh, cool material character moments between her and her dad. Um, like little brief glimpses about what it was like growing up um, native and deaf. Um, which I thought was super cool. Um, and I thought the casting for that little girl was... So watching it, I was like, this is a perfect casting. She looks exactly like a younger version of Alakwa Cox. Yeah, but then it turns out I think it's her niece. Oh well, um, that makes sense. Saying it, so I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, that tracks. But what did you think to this? And I mean, there's also a big moment in the flashbacks with the. Well, we got a little introduction to Uncle, who could be may or may not be someone we know. But um, I don't know what you're talking about. It could be anyone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I really liked the sequence. I thought it was very good. Um, and I agree that um, it was really nice to see the first bit of the show not focus on Hawkeye. You know, I like uh, I liked it. I liked uh, seeing the echo bits, and of course the uh, the kingpin tease. Right. It yeah. felt it felt a little reminiscent of when it started. I thought it was going to be like WandaVision episode three, where it was about Darcy and Jimmy Woo, and like it was just like a total shift to somewhere else. But we eventually did come back. But I agree, I liked seeing the focus shift out of, from uh, the regular stuff we've seen. But me too. There was also some stuff with uh where Maya's dad died, we saw Ronan kill him. Um, yep. I don't think it was Clint, but do you guys, do you guys think it was, or um, do you think it may be someone else, another Ronan or what are your, what are I, your I don't know. I, I think we're definitely supposed to think it's Clint, right? They really want us to think it's Clint. Yeah. yeah. I don't think, I don't think it is or was. I feel like that'd be a little too irredeemable for their hero, you know, because they've already like made Ronan out to be pretty bad, you know, like, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's done some Ronan has done some pretty terrible things. So it's like, are we is this how they say goodbye to Hawkeye, though? Do they have to uh, does he have to remove himself because he goes through this personal crisis of like, I've done these terrible things. I can no longer be the hero because I've been the villain too much. Uh, I've done too much bad as Ronan. So he passes off Hawkeye to, to Kate. Is that the thing? Is that the play? It's possible. But they definitely alluded to him like killing a bunch of people in in endgame you know so i don't think they've done too good of a job of following up on that yet i know we still have a few to go so there's still time but i would like them to like delve into that a little bit more but 
my official prediction is that that wasn't Clint because I think they would have shown us his face, you know? Right. Yeah. To like hammer it home. But I don't know. But that it did set up a nice conflict between Echo and and the Hawkeyes, you know, give her a reason to be the, the antagonist for a little bit at least. Um, and then it kind of goes uh, forward to present day and we see Echo as an adult. Like I said, she's played by Lockwood Cox. Um, I think this is her first acting gig. I was going to say, um, I don't recognize her at all. If, if it's not, she's really fresh. Um, but I like, I wasn't sure. I knew that the actress was an amputee, but I wasn't sure if they were going to fold that into the show because the character isn't in the books. But I thought it was okay. really cool the way they did it. I'm glad they did that. Um, and I thought she, we didn't get a lot from her in terms of performance, you know, because she was just kind of angry the whole episode. Not a, not a yeah. lot of range. Not, that's not at all a commentary on the actress, just like how we've seen her so far. But I thought she was good. Like I, I did too. Seen. I did too. I, I like her in the show um, so far, uh, what we've seen. And I, I expect we're going to see more of her, of course. But I, I, I mean, again, there's not a ton to go on other than the right. backstory. Um, so we don't even know. Well, there's only six episodes, right? So we're already halfway yeah. done. Yeah. So I don't think we're going to be introducing too many new characters unless it's Kingpin. You know what I mean? Uh, Yelena, I hope. You think so? Me too. Yeah. So is that well, your... They have to follow up on that on that uh, after That's true. credit scene. But no, I thought she was great. I thought she was really charismatic, you know, just based on the the face acting, you know, uh, and there's yeah. got to be something, there's got to be something more to where they gave her her own show, you know, but what did you think of Echo, Nick? I mean, I thought it was, uh, like, I agree, I agree, I agree seeing, like, her backstory first, other than not focusing on, you know, Hawkeye and Kate, you know, yeah. I agree with that, I thought that was pretty cool, and then I'm very curious, like, to, to know who Uncle is, Oh so, yeah, yeah. I I know everyone's saying it's kingpin is kingpin, but I learned my lesson with the whole the Mephisto. Uh, yeah, yeah. Are there are there, any, are there hey, right. are there any other prevailing theories as to who Uncle is? If if it's a reveal, it's got to be though. It could be Kate's father. Maybe we saw he died off screen. I'm just saying, if it had, if you had to pick someone else, I'm making a face at Dylan right now. That up in the show, maybe. <laughs> I don't want that. I think it is Kingpin, but I thought I, I Ralph mean, Boner was Quicksilver, so who knows? I mean, Donofrio out here tweeting though, so it would make sense, I guess. And now, especially since they confirmed that uh, Charlie Cox is an MCU now. Kind of. We'll get to kind that. Of. Yeah, we'll get to that here. In the when news, you miss yes. the words, it's it's very the Feige uh, filter is on top of it. Oh, oh, Feige knows exactly right. what he's saying. Yeah, right. You're right. We we didn't get bamboozled, but uh, you know, or you know, <laughs> we got bamboozled. He he didn't get caught unawares. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we could talk uh, about that here in a little bit, but um, right. I I I like I like Echo quite a bit. Uh, so far, uh, I hope that we get to see more. I'm sure we will. Um, I really liked the the car scene, the extended car scene, because I know we got most of that in like a trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, but there's like the the one take, or you know, the air quote one take thing. That it looked really awesome. Cool. I it loved did. it. It was really good. And we got a bunch I, of cool trick arrows. We did. Uh, I gotta uh, say that that PIM tech was my favorite. Oh, that was great. Um, right. I also want to say I really like. 
that they're tr- uh, treating Hawkeye's hearing loss um, not jokey. Right. Um, yeah, his hearing aid gets damaged in the fight with Echo. Um, and then I was like, oh, how are we going to follow up on this? But they, they did a really good job. It It is like played for laughs a little bit, but not in a way that's well, right, right, defensive right. in my opinion. You know, Right, right, right. That's what I mean. It's not, I don't think it's like um, derisive at all. Uh, right. Or belittling or mocking. Uh, you know, I think it, I mean, yeah, I like it. And, you know, the scene that we get later on is very strong uh with the phone call. i mean they gave us a cool action scene with a lot of character development in it you know uh-huh. i like yeah. i like how we're learning a lot about kate through clint as well like the it, i feel like it's kind of hard to write or walk the tightrope of her making fun of him but not being like mean you know uh right which is i'm not even sure i would know how to do that but maybe it's just her performance you know but um i thought their banter and the way she the way she teases him about it, but like still is really respectful and like has a lot of admiration was really cool. Yeah, I agree. But we got the, the, the arrows we got. I liked a lot. I like how he has like a purple theme. He's got some branding. He says he didn't have branding before, but like he clearly made all this stuff purple. So he's got something (laughs) going on. We got, we got the goo, we got the smoke, we got an explosion. We got a suction cup, a net, uh, some acid, and then the PIM one and a USB one. But yeah. the pin one was the the standout for sure. I mean, I like the USB one though. That was pretty good. <laughs> I hope they have a dongle. Oh, <laughs> we saw the USB one in the what if episode. Remember? Yes, yes. I, I forgot about that until you said that. But yeah, you're right. Um. Yeah. Anything else about the the action the action scene? Um. No, I mean, I really enjoyed it. Um, all the way through. I thought um it was a very well shot out uh, Earth plotted out uh scene and it worked very well um and i've said before um a lot of action scenes kind of lose me um a lot of big set piece action scenes kind of lose me after a few minutes you check out yeah like i don't i i mean action is one of my least favorite genres of movie because usually there's like no consequence or very little happening other than bang bang zoom zoom shoot shoot you know uh-huh. um and this wasn't that i really enjoyed this action sequence because there was a lot going on um aside from you know non-consequential explosions um i thought this was great really liked it yeah i agree um after that uh do you have anything else to add nick or oh no i was like thinking like i kind of have a feeling because we were discussing about uh like you know that wasn't clint who killed um Right, your father. I I uh-huh. have an idea, but I don't want to. Okay, like, no, no, say it. Put it out this, there. This we is... we put out dumb theories all the time. I think it's uh, I think it's uh, what's his name, Jack? Oh, the uh, the the swords of dad. Yeah, or yeah. uncle or whatever. It could be, or not uncle. What it says, stepfather. He's the yeah, yeah, te- yeah, technically, yeah. I mean, that man why really likes swords. That suit so badly, or the sword so badly. Yeah. in that auction. Yeah, you that's know, a definitely a good yeah. theory. And he's not see- really a villain, villain in the comics, but they've made things different before, so I don't see why not. It, 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 in the comics, didn't like didn't like uh, swordsman like train Hawkeye or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So this, could this be like they cross paths again, and they're like, "Oh, hey, you or something, you, know, you again." 
I don't know. Yeah, it looks like they're deviating for sure, but I think that's that's a very good theory. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, he's definitely up to something. He's not just here being weird for for nothing, you know. Yeah. One of, yeah. Another one that it could be is um, the other henchman dude that Echo talks to. I can't remember his name. Um, uh, the the tracksuit mafia guys. Yeah, but he played. He's he's a villain in the comics. Um, I think his name is just Clown. It's something like that. He's the clown dude from the Fraction Run. Um, right. Yeah, so I think he's from Spawn. I don't remember his. You mean name. John Leguizamo? <laughs> I see his real name here. Oh, but I don't remember his uh, like villain name. Um, okay. but I think he's gonna either gonna like turn out to double cross her or something. You know. I think maybe he maybe he's loyal to Uncle and not her. You know, I think he's going to be a bigger adversary going forward than maybe they'll have to team up against him. But they yeah. set it up too much. Like he had too he had too many lines. You know, to just be some random henchman. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he wasn't just the one and done scene guy. He kept popping up. Right. No, I agree. Um, yeah, there's more there. Yeah, and then he got a poster too after the show. I was like, who is this? Um, so after the big action scene, we get more like, I think, cool character moments between Kate and Clint. Um, I thought the most endearing one was when uh, Clint's son, Nathaniel, calls him. Oh, man. Um, and Clint's, Clint still doesn't have his hearing aid. So uh, Kate steps in to like, write down what, it, what his son is saying, translating. But um, I really like that scene. What did you guys think? Oh, that scene was so good, man. Yeah. It was very strong, very powerful, um, and didn't feel... Uh, hokey to me. Yeah, agreed. What What did uh, you think about it, Nick? Yeah, I thought it was very touching, like heartwarming. Because I'm thinking, like, man, you know, uh, like you missed this. We were supposed to do this. We were supposed to do that, and it's like, uh, you know, and he's feeling super guilty and bummed out, you know, because yeah. like, you know, he's supposed to be done with all this, you know, and now, so hopefully, he will be home for Christmas. Man, if he's on home for Christmas, he got problems. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty tragic, though. It's like, this made me feel for Hawkeye more than any other. Anything ever has. Exactly. Yeah. Because, like, the way when his son says, like, it's okay if you're not home, you know, it's like, that's a show that they're, like, used to to him not being there. Exactly. And just, Um, like, it's like, yeah. But I, I want him to just, like, not because I'm not a Hawkeye fan. I want him to just retire and be with his family. Like, this show has successfully made me nervous about whether he'll make it home for Christmas. You know? Yeah. And like, like this is what like there's more on it because this is what black widow died for you know so it's just like go live your life you know what i mean right like no, we, yeah, exactly. we, lo- we lost a good character for this yeah i think that's i feel like that's exactly when you when we were talking about you know what i first thought about the show before i was like i feel like it's just like a little filler just to retire hawkeye he's gonna be like all right kate you're in it you're this is this right. is your oh, no i'm done you know yeah, we were all sort of off. on the same. We were all on sort of the same page of not really looking forward to the show, and then it turns out, oh wow, this is awesome. Yeah, that just shows us that, like, with everything coming up, who knows what we'll like the most? You know, like, I don't know. We might think Hulker is our favorite, and then Echo is our favorite. You know, who knows? I mean, I'm already, It's there's no way it's not Moon Knight. There's no way Moon Knight is not the best. I don't know, Michael. You could hate Stop Moon Knight it. and then love. Miss Marvel, you know. Like, I mean, I know. will love Miss Marvel. That's going to be awesome too. But y- y'all ain't ready for Moon Knight. 
Moon, Mooney's gonna good. Mooney's gonna come through. I'm here for it. That one is gonna be great. Yeah. Um, and then at the end of the episode, I can't remember why they decide to break in. To do, do you guys remember? Kate Kate comes up with a plan to break into her parents' uh, like cybersecurity company to yeah, get yeah. information on someone. I can't remember what it was, but regardless, they broke in. And at the end, uh, Clint is caught by a uh, sword master um yeah they just found out and that's it's it ends on a cliffhanger that's where we leave it yeah you guys think we'll get like a cool fight scene next episode between them i hope so i mean I, I th- yeah oh my bad i'll say oh, no, no, go like, ahead. If, if it's as cool as the larping scene i'm for it yeah right <laughs> no i think they're gonna go back to the larp i think yeah. they go back i think they go back to the larp and they have to make it look fake while they're actually fighting in some capacity. I think we go back to the LARPing. Um, but so I have a question about swordsmen. Are we so we did just introduce uh I mean eternal spoilers, fast forward 30 seconds, but uh we did introduce another sword guy very recently in Eternals. So yeah. I mean, are we introducing a Disney Plus character to interact with this future iteration of Jon Snow? I'm sorry, uh what's his name? Kit. Kit Harrington, uh, yep. to Dane, Dane to, Whitman, yeah, yeah, to uh, to sword fight later. Like, you just want a sword show with a bunch yeah. of sword people. Are we? Get, are, I mean, you want Blade in there too? Uh, yes, I mean, okay. have to get the sword bros. Shatterstar. No, we don't like him. Oh, okay, yeah, he's dead. Yeah, no, but I mean, like, do you think like swordsman is going to end up being uh, somehow involved with Black Knight in the future, or is that just unrelated? It's just two sword guys. I'm leaning towards the latter. I think there might just be two sword guys, but I'm not sure. Yeah, you're probably right. What do you think, Nick? I mean, I'm just excited just to see, uh, you know, Kid Harrington and just overall. Yeah, but yeah, Nick's just of, along of course, for the he's ride. Play another guy with a sword. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I keep like, they oh, keep just... saying like the writers that their episode five is going to break the internet or whatever that means. You know, I hate that air, air quotes I hate that break phrase. the internet. But you I hate know that, that phrase means. so much. It gets um, something so will overused. trend from it is what they mean. Well, what do you think? Sure. Is it Kingpin? What do you think it, it's going to be? Yeah, no, it's Kingpin and Daredevil. But we'll, no, it's just Kingpin. But yeah, I think it's not Mephisto. I'm kidding. Yeah, it's Mephisto. Okay, I, I, that, know, you that know what? I know that Joe's retired now, but no, it's not. No, no. We're still pushing for it. Not on this podcast. It's not. We want. <laughs> we want Mephisto. <laughs> yeah, but I'm trying to like. I feel like I'm a little bit doing that thing where. It, I'm hyping it up too much in my head. Like if Yelena doesn't show up, I'll be disappointed. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, I'm reminding myself like they have done nothing to hint at that or tell us that she's going to be in that that after credit scene, which could pay off later. Yeah. So like, I, I shouldn't be upset if she doesn't appear at all or isn't mentioned. But that's what I want to happen. Yeah, I learned my I learned my lesson from the one all the WandaVision theories back back when. So yeah, like this is my strategy: is open mind, clear mind just watch and then boom i've enjoyed everything more than i thought with by just having an open mind yeah it's more fun that way right exactly i hope not people do that with spider-man to too look for it yeah for because real. i would i'm not going to be surprised if spider-man doesn't directly lead into multiverse madness it might but i'm not banking on it you know because they said wandavision would lead into what this was like all, all three of them would tie into each other and loosely maybe because we got some like new developments from wanda but i don't think it's going to end with like 
Wanda showing up or something in Spider-Man, you know? No, dude. I, I just hope people so. manage their expectations. Just stick with your Toby and Andrew excitement. I think that's a safe bet. Unless it's not. What's going to happen <laughs> if they're not in it? Oh, man. Are people gonna we, we've, we've, so, we've talked about this already. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I think I think if they're not in it, uh, they've got a big problem. What about you, Nick? Are you going to be devastated or are you going to be like, I wasn't expecting that anyway? I'll be okay. I'll be okay with it, to be honest. It's like, it's like the same thing goes. I'm just like, you know what? That'd be cool, but I'm not going to look for it. I'm just going to go with the flow and just enjoy, just enjoy Spider-Man in general. Um, I mean, I am, however, like we got the, we got the, you know, um, the villains back. That's like. Confirmed. It's good enough for me. Like we got Doc Ock. We got Green Goblin. Like we got all them. Like that's cool enough for me. And we got you know you got Jamie Fox, Willem Dafoe, um, and all you know. And that's just that's good enough for me right there. That gave me like oh, it was hype right there. So I'm sure yeah. Sony would be very pleased if all the fans were like you. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I think we might see some like rioting if if Toby and Andrew are in it. I mean, I will be a little upset. The only thing I will be upset is if we don't see Tom Hardy, Venom, you know. That, oh. I, yeah. That's more of a long shot, I feel like. So th- you're yeah, setting I yourself up it. for some disappointment, I feel like. Maybe not. I hope not. I want him to show up, too. Yeah, I mean, I think that would be cool. Like, as, as far as, like, a little fun cameo. Actually, um, I actually had, like, a fun little not i wouldn't say theory just a fun like you know what you know would be funny if this happened i highly doubt it'll happen i'll probably get some people hyped up like oh you know i had an idea it's like what if there's like an intense fight scene in i mean of course there will be what if during like an intense fight scene out of nowhere you see deadpool just show up and just be like i mean that that could happen not yet Yeah, you know, I feel like that's a multiverse of madness thing, but you never know. They could pull it out for Sony. I mean, <laughs> Deadpool, that's how Deadpool's going to show up. He's just going to be somewhere. People are going to go, oh, my God, it's Deadpool. Like, like, is that another like, Spider-Man? No, it's Deadpool. What are you, some kind of bootleg Spider-Man? <laughs> good work. Yeah, maybe. Uh, are you all good to move on from Hawkeye? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, I'm go. really looking forward to the rest of the series, and I think it was really great. So, um, yeah, I, I'm... Very, very pleasantly surprised with how good Hawkeye has been. Where is it ranking so far on your Disney Man, Plus? Man, I hate that. I don't know. No, do it based on the first three. Go. No, do okay. it. It's fine. Um, we can do the. We can do it. Know, at this point, at this point, like I don't even know if I know which one's my favorite at this point of I the will, Disney Plus. I'll say this is the strongest first three I've seen. Not like second to WandaVision. I still think I WandaVision is my favorite. Falcon Winter Soldier started a little bit slow, and so did uh. Loki. Loki. Um, yeah. So I, I thought I think it's really strong. So I, I do think WandaVision is my top at this point. So it has WandaVision to beat. Um what about you, Nick? Uh I actually gonna put uh Falcon and Winter Soldier on my top. I see I mean, your poster you, back I there. Do you see the poster? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you know, that one had me hyped. Um yeah, nice. that I, I have to say that's my top. I mean, as, as much as I love uh Elizabeth Olsen. Um, yeah, it went down to, I guess, yeah, I'm going to have it second and then Loki third. I'm as much as a Loki fan I am. Um, I guess the reason why WandaVision just took second, it just because, you know, 
but again, going back with, you know, hyping myself up with theories, looking for what oh, I want. And then yeah, that'll happen, man. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. We all learned Especially our lesson. Quicksilver. So yeah, we don't I'm do still that not ready to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't still too burned from the Quicksilver thing. Made me so mad. Uh, maybe they'll reconcile that. Maybe they'll but, be like, actually it is Quicksilver. They could still do it. See that. See that's what. See that's what I was telling people. I know we're, we were moving on to Hawk. We were back on Hawkeye, but I just want to make a quick like Spider-Man thing. It's like, what if yeah. Toby and Andrew are in it, but they have different names, just like Quicksilver? Oh no! Right. It's oh, like no. the Ghostbusters, uh, 2016. Oh God! It yeah, could be exactly. like that. But let, let's get into the news real quick. Uh, let's Dylan, do it. What, what did you What did you find on the internet this week? I'll start with some Marvel news. Uh, Dustin right. Daniel Cretton, he's the director of Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. He signed a deal with Disney, um, which includes Marvel Studios and Hulu's uh, Onyx Collective, which is a, one of their production um, companies. Um, and it, in this deal, it was confirmed that he's directing a Shang-Chi sequel, which I'm very excited about. Nice. Um, and then he's doing a show, a Marvel show for Disney Plus, which is more comedic. And that's all we know about it. Okay. I, I was guessing that it was going to be one of like the Ten Rings show, something like that. But I don't see that being very comedic. So maybe it's something else. I don't know. Hmm. Um, what do yeah, you guys think? I, mean, I thought he did a really good job with Sun Seas. I'm, I'm excited about this. I do too. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm into it. I mean, sure, absolutely. I I, I was very surprised. Well, not surprised, but I was very um pleased with how Shang Chi turned out. Agreed. Um, let's see. This one is just like more of a question. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch was talking about Multiverse of Madness and all these reshoots. And yeah. oh, the in the middle movie of it, they're making. You mean a little bit? Yeah. Um, in the midst of it, he was like, he got a little candid. I thought, and he said, uh, "It's like, do I have a character arc in this? Is it working? Because <laughs> um, I think he's like not. There's just a lot of moving parts, you know." But then he he backpedaled a little bit and said, "No, there's great stuff for me too. Oh, it's God. very busy. It's very busy. It's called the Multiverse of Madness, and it's bonkers." Um, so well, the question is, would you guys be okay if this was a uh, if like Doctor Strange took a backseat in his own sequel, kind of like kind of like War. Captain America and Civil War, or do you want it to be more like Doctor Strange focused? Mm. I I think I'd be either or, to be honest. Um, I don't need it to be strange focused. I think Civil War worked very well. Um, yeah. It's not my favorite of the, Cap, of the Cap movies. Uh, Winter Soldier obviously is my favorite, but um, I I don't know. I think it's fine. I think I think I'm good with it. Let's 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 get let's get silly, you know. Yeah, I think it's okay to sometimes have like a big fan servicey spectacle. And yeah. I like Doctor Strange, but I don't think he's that interesting like on his own. You know, yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. So I'm it. okay with that. I'm okay with him being a you know, not the main focus of it. I'm sure he'll be the main character, but of course, he's gonna be sharing a lot of time with other people, it seems like. Yeah, looks that way. Um, the Secret Invasion show, it I think it's like either yeah, it has started, but we just learned that um they added Kobe Smolders, who plays Maria Hill to it, which I thought I was like when the show was announced, I was like, why isn't she part of it? You know, um, right. we haven't seen her since Spider-Man uh, Far From Home, but I thought I've really liked her throughout all the Avengers movies and all her little cameos. But me too. So I'm really glad she's in this. What about y'all? Me, me too. I like her a lot yeah. and um, I'm happy to see her back for sure. 
Agreed. Um, okay, so we're getting to the thing that Nick alluded to earlier with yes. uh, Kevin Feige and Daredevil. And um, I, I went, like we said, Feige is known for mincing his words and being very careful, like lawyer-esque. Very, very says. careful, carefully selected words. Um, I will, I mean, we should preface by saying it's all but confirmed that Daredevil Charlie Cox is back in the MCU, you know? So this isn't really new information, but it's like the first time he's directly talked about it. So it's it's like another step of confirmation. But he said, quote, if we were to see Daredevil in the MCU, Charlie, Charlie Cox would play him. And he's like, if we see that happen, when we see that, or how we see that happen, who's to know? That's what he said. So he said, if we see Daredevil, Charlie Cox would play right. him. He didn't say, he didn't confirm he it. He didn't confirm but, it. But I don't think he would speak on this. If, if I did make Daredevil appear, he would be played by Charlie Cox. Exactly. Yeah. He <laughs> that is what God's like. He didn't said. have something to promise, like something if to deliver I on. Do it. So that is, yeah, that's. Does this I mean, add to your excitement? Do you think he's going to be in and uh, No Way she Home? Hulk, right? No. I think he's in no? She Hulk. Oh, I think he's going to be in No Way Home. Is he? I think so. Yeah. Well, I mean, all this. St- all this news is coming out like right now. So it's either Hawkeye. I guess you're right. It's either Hawkeye or no way home. Right. Like, cause Kingpin is for sure in Hawkeye, yeah. right. Guaranteed that's happening. So I guess it would uh, make sense for, I mean, do you take that to the bank? Uh, okay. And I think then, I guess that would make sense, you know, from a business standpoint to have, you know, Kingpin's arch nemesis appear in the next film. Um, makes sense to what? me. Peter Parker needs a lawyer. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. He does. I don't yeah. think Daredevil will be in the next one. I think Charlie Cox will be. You know. Okay. You think Matt Murdock will be? Matt Murdock yeah, Matt, is yeah. going to be in No Way Home. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's like you say. He's going to need a lawyer. I was just getting ready to. Like, so, yeah. so then the next question about that is it in continuity with the Netflix or is it a reboot? I say no. I say they don't address it. Uh, Feige has been asked many times whether or not things like shield and defenders are in the mcu and they always dodge the question he's never said it's not canon he's never said yeah it's it all happened you know i think that's intentional you know and i think right moving forward if we see these characters they'll be building off of where they are at the end of each where we left them off but i don't think Mm -hmm. they're gonna like directly follow up on storylines or loose threads or anything like that. I think it's going to be up to us still to decide whether or not to read into it until something major happens where you can get a development and go, Oh, well that clearly contradicts Daredevil season two. So I would call it like a soft reboot, but right. What do you want? What do you want to see Nick? Do you want it to be Canon or do you want it to be like a a rebooted same actors situation? Yeah. Reboot same actors. Kind of like just start over too much baggage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially if like you get like new fans in, it's like, oh, I gotta watch all this before, you know. I get that. I get that for sure. Because yeah, uh, I see that too. Yeah, my girlfriend is not a big let's go back and watch everything of all of all the things. She's she's a big hey, tell me what I need to know to, for 10 minutes to watch this series. You know, right. I don't want to go back and right. watch 20 years worth of films. Yeah. If they if it is a soft reboot, I do hope we get some still get some of his his supporting cast. Because I thought that oh, was a really strong I hope part so of too. Yeah. Like Foggy and Karen, at least, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I hope that this opens the door for Jessica Jones to come back. Because yes. we need that to happen. That's yes. the that's the end game here. They're torturing us. Right. Maybe they all show up in, in No Way Home. 
See, that's how you get Purple Man back. <laughs> oh my gosh. You get Purple, Purple Man, Man back. You get, you get David. No, no, he's not. Not if it's a soft reboot. Not in this reality. Yeah. Not in this reality. Not in this multiverse of madness. Okay. You know? Michael just wants Purple Man. I just, I'm a Doctor Who fan. All right. Let me have it. Let me, let me have evil David Tennant. Um, I don't know. I, I hope they're not. I hope they just let it let us decide and don't make anything like required reading you I, know, I or watching going forward. Mm-hmm. But we'll know in like a week, two weeks, something like that. We'll not soon. Um, or tomorrow, based on Kingpin. We don't know. Um, That's true. Oh, yeah. Everyone already I, knows as they're listening to this. So right. We're just I, I normally wait till Monday to watch the show, but I probably will not do that. You, there's going to be spoilers this time, Michael. You got to watch it today. Um, but you know what you know I was thinking as as we were talking about this you can't you can't necessarily like make it directly tied in because Mahershala Ali was in Luke Cage and now he's played you know that's true I guess he died it would be fine people have played multiple characters before like Demetian okay moving on Uh, I'm hoping for Young Avengers I'm very excited about it I hope I think that's what they're amping up to but we'll see but um, Mm Apparently, Haley Steinfeld was sported on, uh, spotted on the set of Amen and the Wasp, which has Cassie Lang, aka Stature. So it would be our first like mini Young Avengers meeting. Mm-hmm. I'd be excited about that. I, ho- I I really want them to fold Kate Bishop into the movies and stuff too. Yes, so me would, too. I would, think I'd we'll be excited that. for this. We Have don't want to see that. Yes, so much. Have we had what? I was gonna say, have we had that yet? Have we had a Disney Plus introduced character show up on the films yet? Not yet, but we're getting Monica and Kamala in the Captain Marvel movie. Right. Yeah. And we're getting and doesn't it's not like a new character, but we're getting Sam Wilson, Captain America in, in his own movie. Um right. But not not none yet. It's too early still. Everything's been shuffled around. Remember these movies are supposed to come out before a lot of them? Of course. It's unfortunate. I mean, that's um, how it goes, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, more Amen 3 news. Uh, apparently, Modoc is going to be a character in it, a major character, they said. You what? Um, yeah, Modoc. My, My boy. Michael, Michael's own Modoc. The article did say that Jim Carrey is not playing him, which was Thank the God. rumor before. Um, who, who do you want to play, Michael? We've asked you this. Have you thought of one? Um, no. So it's it's unfortunate because I really do think Patton Oswald is good casting. That show is just terrible. You can um, cast him again. Yeah, no reason you can't just do that again. Um, because I think you can't do scary Modoc. That's not, not gonna work. He's gonna be funny. He's gotta be at least like yeah, if not like comic relief, at least like not serious. Right. You know, so I don't know. Patton Oswald works very well. Uh boy, I don't know. What about you, Nick? Do you have any do you have any like off the cuff fan cast for Modoc? Um, you know what? I haven't um heard I only heard the name been brought up. I didn't read any more into it, so maybe you can help me out, back me up on this. I heard the name. I heard Bill Murray mentioned. Oh my gosh, Bill Murray's it's, in the movie. Yeah, um, they didn't say who. Last I remember, last I checked, last I remember. So I was like, what if it's it's Bill? It could be. Are you? Would, would you want to see that, Michael? <sighs> no. <laughs> give me. Give it's me. Hard give to me. picture anyone as Modoc. I feel like Peter Dinklage. Okay. Peter I think it would actually yeah. be great. He's already, I mean, he could double dip. He's already been in the MCU, but he could yeah, do I was gonna say. yeah, he's just been like some. That doesn't count. 
Yeah, he's barely in it. Yeah. Um, all right, so that, we got a, a we got a Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part One trailer. Yes. Which I didn't I didn't know it was gonna be a two part. I don't think that was public like knowledge, but um, it's coming out in twenty October, twenty twenty two next year, and then Part Two comes out um almost exactly a year later, October seventh, twenty twenty three. Um, but this trailer started off right where we left off with um into the spider verse and then um we got some some cool footage with spider-man 2099 what did you guys think you go ahead nick okay we get all right uh, first off i just want to say i loved how they still use the same song from yes way back me too the flower i love i mean i love i'm a huge post malone fan so i loved how they did that um i loved how I, I liked I liked it overall. It's just one of those movies like I'm gonna have to wait till it comes on Blu-ray because all the effects it's cool and all the effects and colors and everything. That's just it's one of those like movies that are, like make kind of like, make me like sick in the middle of the movie. Oh, I hear you like, on the big ah. screen. So I'll it's definitely much. wait till it comes out on Blu-ray. That's what I did for the last one, and I loved you know I liked it perfectly. So I was happy nice. to see if someone nice. says let's see it in 3D or IMAX. I don't know. <laughs> you got to go one of those like uh, small theaters like in in the movies like ninth week. You know, it's like go to like Cinemark or iPick or one of the smaller theaters. You know, yeah, with a little screen. Yeah, I definitely, I would definitely want to see a theater. I'm just, you know, like I'm afraid of like all that's gonna make me feel sick or something. No, I hear you. Possible, but I'm very excited for it. It looks really good. Um, yeah, you liked it, Michael? Oh, I loved it, dude. It looks great. I'm all about it. I, you know, it's weird because as much as I love that movie, I wasn't like thinking oh i can't wait for the next spider-verse i can't wait for the next spider-verse until that thing came out i was like oh yes more of it please yeah i forgot how much i love that movie i don't know how that's possible but come on it's only a matter of time until we see him in the mcu like in live action you know so i think it'd be cool if they wrap this up with these two movies and then we see him 2023 will be here before we know it. we're gonna blink and it's gonna be 2023 you know so i don't know i'm excited regardless me too. Um, uh, some weird Morbius news. It oh, comes God. out in like six weeks, but apparently they're filming some more Michael Keaton scenes for it. Um, mm. Okay. At, as uh, Adrian Toomes, aka Vulture, he was on a. It was him who said it. He said he's at, he's filming more for it, so they can add more of them to it. My suspicion is that we, based on the trailer, we saw it may have just been a cameo. You know, like they meet in passing because he said, like, all right, I'll see you later. Or like, or something like a that. Very very much, line. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I'm thinking maybe they are just doing a couple more scenes just to, like, maybe weave him throughout it. But I, I'm i not excited for Morbius at all. No, but I do like Vulture. I thought he was a cool villain and I'm surprised I never followed up on that. I'm not thrilled that it's happening in Morbius, but I'm glad it's happening. Does that elevate Morbius at all? Uh, no, I still, I there's no way this movie is good. I'm sorry. Why should it be not. amazing, bro? It can't. Well, you have to be wrong sometime, Michael. You know. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not starting with Morbius. That's not happening. Are you excited for Morbius at all, Nick? Not really. No. Good. Good. Good choice. I, I mean, I'm only seeing it because of the podcast. Otherwise, I, I'm good. A lot of people think it looks decent. Based on the the most recent trailer, <sighs> so no, no shade if you if you're looking forward to it. 
I think it looks interesting. I'm going to see it. We're all going to see it. I mean, but. I'm, exci- I'll see I'm excited it. to I'll see, see it, it, but I'm excited to see it, but I know what, I think I already know what I'm going to get, you know? Agreed. Like, I'll see it, but I'm not expecting much. <laughs> right. Maybe this is where like some, some Netflix character shows up. Maybe they'll pull out something crazy. You never know. Yeah. That, that That's how they get you. Like, see, you should have seen Morbius. Yeah. Jessica Jones was in it. Oh my God. Stop. <laughs> don't, don't, don't smirch her name. <laughs> Um, maybe maybe Trace will show up. God. Oh wait, no, she's she's bad. She's on she's at the raft now. Damn. Yes, right. yes, she's 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 in prison. No more Trace talk. Okay. Um, <laughs> we got a Peacemaker trailer too. I keep yes, forgetting this is coming out, but it's coming out in January on HBO Max, starring John Cena. Um, this trailer was a lot longer than what we've seen before. It was three minutes long. And it showed us more story and more of the side characters. Um, I think it looks really strong. I'm looking forward to it. What about y'all? Oh, man. Yes. I think it's going to be really good. I think it's going to be the best DC property in a long time. Because of John Cena or because of other aspects? No, John Cena. John Cena, we've talked about it. He's got a a limited range, right? (laughs) It's, this is right it, in his right in his. But this alley. is like a right down the middle. Right. This is perfect casting. This is he's got it. He's got he's got he's got it zeroed in. We can, we can't see him. We can only see Peacemaker. You know, <laughs> I'm into it. The show is on no one's radar. I feel like it's gonna be a sleeper hit, at least I critically. You know. Yeah. But you're looking forward to it, Nick. You said. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm stoked. I'm amped. Uh, like when they announced, like back when they announced the cast of the, the Suicide Squad, I was like John Cena, and I was like, "What, <laughs> really?" You know. And then I, when I saw the Suicide, oh my gosh! And then, and then I was like, "Oh, and they're doing the Peacemaker show too." I'm like, let's do it. So yeah. my calendar is marked for that. Absolutely, very excited. Um, only a couple more. The Batman—they're doing a Batman the animated series continuation, uh, in an audio drama format. Um, this was confirmed by Kip and Conroy, so they're at least thinking about doing it. Um, and apparently, they're going to bring back the same, they're going to bring back him and John Glover as Riddler and the writer of the original Batman the Animated Series. And uh, I'm, they didn't say anything about the story or anything yet, but is this a good way to continue it, or would you guys rather just take, come back as a show? Or, like, how, what do you feel about this? Um, I don't have any strong feelings because I didn't watch animated series as a kid. I only watched it as an adult, so I don't have any like. Um, it. No, I don't. I mean, it's fine uh, yeah. for me. I t- to me, I think the people that love it watched it when they were younger, um, yeah. <laughs> and grew up with it, or etc. And I just mm-hmm. didn't, and so I don't really have any affinity for it. I mean, but I think an audio drama is perfect for something like this. Um, I can tell you, um, speak, speaking of Doctor Who again, um, that has worked very well for the Who universe. So they'll get all the all the living doctors pretty much still do audio dramas uh, with original cast members. And, you know, and that's and it's great. And like it would never work as a show. It, you you it's too much money and it's too much time and effort to for something so niche. But that's where I feel like this is different because I feel like this would work. Like if you just do the series again, like I don't understand do why they so? don't 
Yeah, yeah I mean, that is true. Bruce it Tim is Batman. around. Bruce Tim is doing that Batman Cape Crusader show coming up with Kevin Conroy. So they're doing another show together. Like, it's just a, it's, I don't say it's just a cartoon, but you know what I mean? It's easy to pick up with the same right. actors and do it. It's not like a live out. action thing. Like, they couldn't do live action Doctor Who with the old cast. It's just when they're old. Yeah. It, and it seems like a very easy executive decision, you know, from, by executive, I mean, like from studio executives. So I'm not it sure does why just seem like it's free an movie. audio drama. Yeah, you, you would have to fumble really hard to make that a flop. I agree. So, I don't know. Um, but on the on the on the Doctor Who side, it being an audio drama does make me say it'll it, it will probably be awesome because right. the Doctor Who ones are great, very well produced. Makes you hits all the nostalgia bits that you love. It's really great to hear those all the characters back, even little ones that you forgot about. You're like, oh, they got him back. You know, that type of thing. I think so. I think that is, could be a really cool aspect of the audio drama. And then maybe that leads into the series if they decide to. I'm sure. It'll make it regardless, I'm sure. Yeah. How's it going to release as a podcast? I don't know. They haven't said. Yeah. Um, okay. Lastly, we had got a trailer for The Matrix Resurrections, the final trailer, um, I believe. I'd be shocked if there was another one. Um, it comes out in two weeks, right? Three weeks? Yep. Uh, this was a lot more action-packed. Yes. And uh, I still don't know too much about this. I can't really tell what's going on too well. No, I, the, I'm not sure the plot other than um, Neo seems to be stuck in a loop. And he so. and Trinity don't know each other anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, she was dead, right? Didn't she die in the third Matrix? I don't remember, dude. She def- I I'm pretty sure someone's probably screaming at their... Their it's Ron. I'm pretty sure he died. It's, yeah, someone's yeah, screaming, yeah. and his name is Ron, and he's in the next room. So I don't know. I don't know. Go did ask this, guys. Did this make this made me more a little bit more excited? Did this get yeah. y'all hyped? Or no? It did for me. Um, as as uh, I've said multiple times, as we as we talk about the Matrix, um, this was another movie I didn't know that I had any interest in because I only really like the first one. Um, I haven't seen the other two in like ten plus years, so I can't speak intelligently about them but uh i don't really i didn't really like them when they came out so i'm sure i'm not gonna like them now but um i i this looks awesome i think it's gonna be really cool and i think you know i do respect lana wachowski's intellect as a filmmaker and she really does have a lot of things to say Mm -hmm. and i think i think I think this could be a really strong film. It could be. I don't know. It might just be up its own butt, as a lot of her movies have been. Um, yeah, she's very hit and miss. I feel like you know she is. She has all. She asks a lot of questions in her movies, and sometimes they don't pay off. But I'm always interested in them. They're never Dylan, boring. What if I told you? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that this might be bad, but I'm still looking forward to watching it. I, what about I, you, Nick? Yeah. What do you What do you think, Nick? Uh, into the matrix i was not i'm not into it i mean i remember watching the first the, f- the first movie and second one as a kid i just couldn't i mean i remember even playing the video game matrix on playstation 2 i still wasn't convinced uh i didn't even watch the third one but seeing the trailers for this one i was like okay it looks cool i mean so i'm willing to like find a way to watch you know maybe rewatch the other other the first two movies and watch the third one for the uh, first time and then just go ahead and go see uh 
what's it called? Go see. Uh, sorry, I got I got thrown up by your background. <laughs> and then I'll go see. You know, see. Uh, <laughs> Back and then home. I'll see the fourth one, especially since they like announced all these cast members in it. Uh, yes, they mentioned Christina Ricci was going to be in it. Is she? That's what I read somewhere, and I was like, "Yo, that's my childhood crush right there." So I'm definitely <laughs> about it. And then you know, Keanu Reeves has been really cool. He's been doing a lot of great stuff. So I'll give it a shot. He's the one we've seen the most, but exactly, yeah, um, he's a he's a known commodity. We haven't seen Jada Pinkett Smith's character until this trailer. I can't remember which she's in the first. She's in, she's, she's, in, she's not in the first one. She's in the second one. Yeah, maybe she's not in the first one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we haven't seen her come back, but, yet, but I'm excited for Carrie Ann Moss because I, I loved her in uh, the Netflix stuff. But Nick, speaking so. of Enter the Matrix on PS2, I have a very <laughs> specific horrible memory of that game. Um, I hated it. Um, my parents are going out of town. I forget how whatever year that movie came out. I was that many years old, probably like 14, 15. My parents are going out of town for the weekend. And they said, we'll buy you a video game for the weekend. I was like, oh, great. So I got Enter the Matrix, brand new, probably $60. I was stoked to play it for the whole weekend. I beat it in three and a half hours, and I was very angry. I was like, this is it? This is the game? This is my weekend. I hated it. Huh. Wow. I, I, yeah, I, I didn't even get that. I don't. I think I was like 30 minutes in, and I, I, I hated it's it. It's bad. It's bad. It's real bad. Hey, I no, had, I, I had the opposite had the, experience of Michael. Oh, really? I thought it was too hard <laughs> as a child. <laughs> well, I was older than um, you. It came out in 2003. I, I was, oh, it came out in 2003. I was 17. Oh, okay. Yeah. Grade. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> That's all my news. Okay. Matrix. Uh, well, I'll, we'll get into my news here. Um, we'll start out with uh, I've taken over the gaming news for Ron, but not gaming news that Ron would ever share. Uh, Fortnite season three has started. It's a pretty big deal. I, you know, I even saw the ads for it. Maybe I've seen the ads because I play Fortnite, but I'm seeing the ads for places and I'm seeing articles about it. So it, I think it's a big deal. They're trying to get more people back playing Fortnite to get back to the ninja playing Drake days, you know. Um, but uh, did you? With, there was a big server or you know game wide event. Uh, you could go play it this past Saturday. Took about 20, 30 minutes, and then the game was down for the rest of the day, and it didn't come back to the next day, and you have a new map. And on, it was down on purpose. Well, yeah, down on purpose. Yeah. Right, right, down on purpose, which is bold for a Saturday. Right. You know, like, okay. Well, imagine, like, the kids or, like, the people that aren't, like, plugged into knowing really what's going to happen or any of this stuff, and they just haven't turned the game on in a week, turn it on, and... They can't They're play like, Fortnite. Am I gonna have to go outside and touch some grass now? I guess I'll play Apex. Uh, but <laughs> but yeah, right. so we're gonna have Spider Man uh, coming in this year, and uh, I got another news story here. I have two. I have three Fortnite news stories. Uh, but there's been some new skins that have been teased. So we know Spider Man uh, and multiple Spider Man costumes are coming in. Um, mm-hmm. We do look like we're gonna be getting Green Goblin as a skin, um, yeah. based on some assets and several '90s X Men. No, really? Yeah, that's what it there's there's a, a there's a screenshot from a leaked thing here that has um a character looking at a photograph of a of a <gasps> 90s X-Men team. And I there's see it. definitely Wolverine, Jubilee, Cyclops, Jubilee. Cyclops, yeah. It's happening. That's very exciting. Yeah. 
So that's that's definitely happening. I'm gonna take all my money, aren't they? Yes, and they're gonna be fifteen dollars each. Uh, but if, I mean, but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna be an idiot. But um, th- that's 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 who really makes this company money is adults with money. You know, it's like not not the kids who are getting the Fortnite crew for twelve dollars a month. It's the adults who are getting the Fortnite crew for twelve dollars a month, and then buying Nick Fury for fifteen dollars, and spending five bucks so he can do the Macarena. You yeah. know, uh-huh. that's. <laughs> Nick, do you play Fortnite? Um, I haven't in a long time. Oh, well, time, time to time to get with it's the time. Get, with the, get back in. Yeah, no, get, get I've, been, with it. I've been meaning to hop back on. Uh, well, a bunch of us gaming. play. A bunch of the a bunch of the employees and and listeners play. I assume. Uh, All right. But yeah, if if y'all if any of the listeners want to come hit me up uh, in our Discord server, let me know. We can play some Fortnite. But the other the other big Fortnite news is that they are officially moving to Unreal Five. So they're they have upgraded their engine to Unreal Five as of Chapter Three, which is this past Sunday. So that's super cool news. The game looks a lot better, runs a lot better. Hmm. Uh, so big. I mean, you maybe can't tell if you're playing on like a Switch or something, but I'm playing on Xbox One X and it looks great. Um. So I don't know, Dylan. It have looks you terrible the... on the Switch still, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I play I, on PS Five and I noticed it looks really good. Also, yeah. I didn't notice a big difference from last week to this week, but Okay. Maybe I just um, wasn't looking I've, very I've noticed a frame rate upgrade for sure on mine. Well, the thing um, is, now they have a foundation to like add higher quality stuff. You know what I mean? True. Going forward. Um, so, last bit of gaming news is the Cleveland Browns football team have several of the players have adopted playing Dungeons and Dragons in their off time. And this is, there's a whole news story about this on Sports Illustrated talking about. Dungeons and Dragons as like, you know, team building and whatever. And it's, it's definitely written from the perspective of capital D dudes, you know, like learning what D and D is, you know, Uh, let's see. Uh, Wyatt Teller, one of the uh, players of the, I don't know what, I don't know what he plays. I'm sorry, sports guys. Uh, He says, (laughs) people will give me S about it but moments you spend together are more important than guys being like hey what are you doing playing friggin D?" so you know listen to wyatt teller you know go go play go play your dungeons and dragons it's fun you know let's uh, short miles garrett uh said uh he saw one of his uh no one of the one of the players saw miles garrett wearing a stranger things t-shirt last year and teased his teammate and said D." oh i'm sorry he says tested his teammate saying uh D, i might be into trying that and now they've got a campaign going the Cleveland Browns <laughs> playing D and D, and I love to see that. You know, D and D really tabletop role playing games are for everybody. Um, it's a really great hobby, and starting next year at the Clear Lake location, we are bringing back in person play, um, unless Omicron, you know, comes out. <laughs> you know, unless we wake that fool up, then you know, then then, <sighs> then we'll ha- then we're gonna have to see. But uh, the plan right now is to return to in person play uh, in January. Uh, and I'll have more dates for you uh, when I when I know more about that. Um, and those are always beginners uh, beginner friendly. Um, I only have one piece of wrestling news this week um, from a company I never even talk about, MLW Major League Wrestling. Um, uh, they have a new show coming out. They are uh, YouTube. You can watch them on YouTube. But they have their new show coming out called MLW Azteca, which is going to be a lucha focused show. Um, and sort of like Lucha Underground, if in either of y'all ever saw Lucha Underground, um, Lucha Underground is a lot of fun. Dylan, I think you would actually enjoy Lucha Underground. 
because yeah. it it has like soap opera esque vignettes in between matches. There's like magic and like betrayal oh. and romance and weird <laughs> weird violence stuff. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, oh, this guy's supposed to be a thousand years old. Okay, cool. You know, he's like going to come wrestle a little person. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm into so, it. Yeah. Um, so according to the press release, um, the series will feature the grandest luchadores of Mexico clashing with Major League Wrestling's best of the best. Um, MLW matchmaker Cesar Duran presides over the action uh, from sold out arenas in Mexico to underground fight clubs. So this is going to be a mini series starting January 6th for free on YouTube. Um, MLW does have a lot of really good wrestlers. They just have had really bad production in the past. Uh, well, particularly during COVID, their shows looked really bad. They were very unwatchable with cam- bad camera. Just because they were filming, it looked like in some gym. It didn't look oh. good. It was it was unfortunate. I mean, it's not the, it's not the performer's fault, you know. They, but they, they they do have some great talent. You can go see guys like Lee Moriarty, guys that you'll see on AEW. You will also see them in MLW um, for free on YouTube. So. Look for that January 6th. I'll let you know if it's any good. I'm expecting it to be pretty good. Um, getting into movie news. All right, Dylan, if you're not following along, this is the test. I don't know if Dylan is following along, I'm guessing. All right, Nick. Yeah. Nick, are you are you reading along with us here? Yeah, I'm listening to y'all. Yeah. Okay, no, no, you're not reading along, though, so you don't know my next story. Oh. Okay, so Tubi, one of my favorite free streaming services is adding a movie to its roster this month. And it's one of my favorite movies. And it is the only horror film to win an Academy Award. Do you know what movie that is? Hmm. 1991. Happy Death Day? 1991 is when the movie came out. You're a horror guy. Any idea? Huh. Putting you on the spot. Sorry. Yeah, no. All right, Dylan, what is it? Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs coming for free on Tubi. And if you don't know about Tubi, you need to get on there. It's free. I love it. I absolutely love Tubi. If you like goofy, weirdo Italian horror movies or modern weird horror movies, or just if you like B horror or any sort of, if you like horror movies, you need to get on Tubi. They have all, all sorts of stuff on here. If you want to go see all those Argento classics, they're on there for free. 100% worth your time. You can't pay for it. I would, but I can't. So you can now go see the only horror film to ever win an Academy Award on Tubi. I already own the Blu-ray, but I'm just hyped that people can go stream it for free. So if you've never seen Silence of the Lambs, go do yourself a favor and go watch it. Um, I have two pieces of casting news. So firstly, um, on The Last of Us HBO, uh, uh, adaptation. Nick Offerman is going to replace Con O'Neill as Bill in the HBO series adaptation of the game. Um, Nick, are you a big fan of uh, the game series? Oh yeah. Uh, all right. I'm not going to lie to you though. I was a. Uh, I'm a big fan, but uh, I am such. A, I guess. I, yeah. I guess you say I'm a wimp when it comes to playing horror games. I love them, but I'm scared to play them. I hear you. It, I, it, it's it's weird. I know. Like I'm about Resident Evil, I'm about all those, and then like Last of Us, I play and I always get jump scares, and uh, and I live in an apartment, so uh, yeah, people hear me screaming, it's not a yeah, right thing. So I hear you. Uh, Do you I think this is good casting? Do you think Nick Offerman is good casting? Is this? I, I'm not as sure Bill? how I feel about that. 
I mean, I have mixed feelings. Like, I'll, I'll give it a chance. I guess because sure. I'm just used to, you know, Nick Off like Parks and Rhett, you know. Of oh, course, yeah, funny Nick Offerman. Yeah. He was really good in, in Devs. That was one of my favorite shows last year uh, on, on FX. And he was a serious role. He was like a villain. Is, is, is Bill a nice guy or no? Is he like a good guy or a bad guy? Um, He's a relative good guy. Oh, he's a good guy? Well, yeah. okay. But I've seen that he can do serious But he's a serious roles. guy. Right. Yeah. Okay, so, see, I haven't seen that, so. I think he might be pleasantly surprised. Now, okay. I'm just not necessarily into the whole idea of the show. I, I also wasn't into the idea of a second game. Um, I, I, I mean, I understand that that's like silly saying don't make another game after this wildly successful one. But like the first story was so perfect and mm-hmm. really like didn't. I, I feel like it cheapens it to keep going with it. And I felt like it. I mean, I understand that I mean, this is this is to me the argument uh where people will say games as art and games are art. However, like there is definitely a more, you know, rollover ka-ching uh, sort of model to it. than you'll get in some other creative mediums. It's like, you'll get one game that has this truly remarkable, wonderful story. And then, Oh, let's make five more, you know? Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. But th- to me, that first last of us game is, I mean, perfect. It's a 10 out of 10. And coming from a massive Xbox fanboy from that generation, like, you know, that and it's a, that's a PlayStation game, if you don't know. Um, and if you've never played it, you really should go play Last of Us all the way through. It's really a, really a strong game. Um, and in some of uh, my other piece of casting news, M. Night Shyamalan has a new film called Knock at the Cabin, uh, which I don't know too much about other than he's directing it and the title. Um, however, he does have a new cast member, uh, one of our show favorites, favorite Dave, Dave Batista, uh, mm. who only works in good films, as he said. And uh, this has got to uh, be good. What, what what's the quote, Dylan? What did he say? Like he compared himself to John Cena because John Cena does bad movies and Dave Batista does good movies. Essentially, is the remember. gist of it. I don't know along those lines. He's he said that he's a better actor than John Cena, which is hilarious thinking that they don't have the same exact range um actually i think john cena's got broader range than batista do but either way so batista is going to be in the new Shyamalan movie i mean 10 years ago that would have or maybe 15 years ago that might have shocked me but uh Shyamalan hasn't done a lot uh worth talking about in a, in a while Dylan, you saw old right yeah it's bad right it was uh, really bad. Yeah. 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 So I, 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 I was getting I that confused feeling. with the visit, which was okay. Um, the visit was all right. It was yeah. fine. Old was awful, but it was oh. funny. Uh, I so I do suggest it to people. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, but not on purpose, though. No, not not funny on purpose. Okay. Excellent. Oh. Okay. Um, Nick, did you see old? No, I was actually. That's why I was curious. Like, I, I want to know how was yeah. it or how bad or. Yeah, bad, quite, is the answer. Um, looks like Halloween Ends, uh, the newest, well, the soon-to-be, uh, whenever that comes out, the new entry in uh, the Halloween franchise um, has been rewritten to include the return of Lindsay Wallace, which is kind of exciting, uh, and with the original actress uh, returning as well. Uh, her name is Kyle Rich. Series. Um, 
looks like they've had a lot of time to make this movie better because so Halloween kills um, was shot pre COVID or most of it anyway. And then they were going to shoot ends right back to back. And then I guess COVID or something probably delayed that. And they saw the rep, the reaction to kills and like, Hey, you know what? (laughs) Maybe we could make a better movie because that, that movie to me, that franchise to me, as we talked about, took a big downhill dive after 2018 or 20, 20, yeah, 2018 Halloween, 2016, 2018, uh, 2018. Cause that movie is awesome. The first one of the, of the new franchise is very good and kills is not uh, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I don't think any of us liked it on the, when we reviewed it, Nick, well, do you I'm like not- the new Halloween movies? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm actually gonna get hate for this. Probably, I actually liked Halloween Kills. Uh, I mean, you can you can like it. Yeah. Uh, Matt liked it. My my employee at the Clovex store liked it a lot. I mean, I thought it was cool. I mean, I saw it as a filler, like a setup for Halloween ends. That's how I saw it. Sure, it was. Uh, yeah. I I, th- I think it will definitely watch better once there's a box set. You know, like yeah, um, and they all flow together. I think they will work better then but right now uh i'm not into it what, what were you gonna say dylan i'm not surprised that they're adding Lindsay wallace because she was like one of the only few to survive the last one ellie kills right. right exactly i remember that ending i was like what happened to her uh yeah exactly I, it's i don't know it's weird seeing kyle richards acting um but I don't know, because she's just like, she's famous for being a Bravo uh, reality star, Real Housewives right. of Beverly, Beverly Hills. She hasn't really acted in forever. Because she was a mm-hmm. little kid, right, in Halloween? Yeah, very small. So it's weird that they're like writing uh, a whole thing to bring her back, but I feel like they're going to kill her. That's, oh yeah, of course. That's like the uh, that's like the horror convention staple, though. Like, you'll get someone who was only, it was a small child in Halloween 3 and signing yeah. $50 autographs for the next you know, 40 years. You're like, uh-huh. oh, you don't remember me? I was the camp counselor in Friday the 13th, part six. You are 75 <laughs> years old now. What happened? You know, the very, very similar thing here with bringing Kyle Richards back. Like, you didn't need Kyle necessarily, but it's still cool to see Lindsay Wallace come back and then revisiting that storyline. And I didn't put yeah. it on here, but uh, Dylan, did you see the new posters? Or Nick, did you see the new posters for Scream 5? Oh uh, yeah, with the cast members, right? Yeah, the cast members. It's got yeah. it's got uh, Courtney Cox, uh, David Arquette, and Nev Campbell all holding the mm-hmm. um, the 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 ghost face mask, and and with a tagline that says something like "It had to be one of us." It's always it's always someone you know or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So so they're really like pushing you like uh, to you know think it's going to be one of these people being the killer. So like, are they trying to? Because we've all we've talked about this already at least Dylan and I have that we assume it's going to be like Dewey, David Arquette. I think it's got to be, that's my, that's my like outsider looking in. So I think maybe this is them trying to do a swerve, but I don't know. That's too I, obvious. I feel like though. I don't know. Yeah. At this point now, now if they're doing it as a poster, I'm got to reevaluate all my thoughts. It could be one of those new kids, you know? Yeah. Or Courtney Cox. Either way. I'm very that, excited. For this movie. Yeah. Um, are you a scream fan, Nick? Yeah, I have it. It's been a while since I've watched the movies, but yeah, I've been I was a fan of like uh, the original three as a kid. Nice. <laughs> Third grade, um, I was obsessed. Then uh, I've got three trailers to get through real quick. Uh, we've got um, 
The Legend of La Llorona, uh, the sequel to The Curse of La Llorona uh, that came out uh, 2019. This, so th- this, I, I, I had the, yeah. So I had this trailer on here for that reason. I was like, this movie was bad, panned, and didn't make any money, right? Yes. Like, well, I'm sure it made back its budget because it was cheap, but it sure, was critically like, panned. So what's the the interesting thing to me about this is so the Curse of La Llorona, the first one. Nick, did you see the the, the Curse of La Llorona? Yeah, that's part of the Conjuring uh, universe, right? Yeah, loosely tied one? in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that one is um, made by New Line. Mm-hmm. This new one is made by Saban. Right. Um. So I don't know what's up with that. I don't know like why that's that way uh why that is that way but um i don't know man uh this is looks really bad and i'm very surprised i thought we were past this theatrically released bad horror sequels to nothing horror movies i don't know hmm. i don't know i don't know i'm not you into know, it something uh unrelated about la Llorona that's interesting is that she is in riverdale right now is she <laughs> yeah She's she's coming for the unborn baby of uh, Betty and Archie, and then I that? think to- Tony Topaz became the new La Llorona. How is that spoil- show still spoilers on? Spoilers for Riverdale. There's also a haunted car. Christine. <laughs> yeah, basically the teacher that Archie used to hook up with in a car. Uh, she died. Now she haunts that car, and it, it's coming after him. Oh my god. Okay. Archie's dead though right now because he was ritualistically sacrificed. Um, it's a whole show. I when I watched Riverdale, how are you still watching this? I'm not. I'm getting recaps on TikTok. Um, but I when see. I watched Riverdale, it was about a murder, uh, and now there's magic and and stuff. So I need huh. someone to give give us a full recap sometime. Yeah, who's still watching it? Let us know. How um, does La Llorona fit into Archie? Right. Um, last two trailers here. Um, we have uh, Studio Six Six Six. Uh, which is a new surprise horror film uh, from the Foo Fighters, the band, the Foo Fighters. Uh, they have made a horror movie. It looks more like a horror comedy, uh, like early evil dead, you know, uh, what did y'all think of this trailer? I thought it looked bad. Uh, I do too, which is unfortunate because I do like the Foo Fighters. I think they're funny. Um, I think horror, t- horror comedy is kind of tough. Um, Especially, like, I don't know. Blumhouse has really done the best with the horror comedy at this time. This, to me, this is not, this is not it. I mean, I'll watch it because I it do like this. Great. I do like this crap. So, like, <laughs> uh, I'll watch it. Nick, what do you think of this? Uh, to be honest, I'm not, to be, I got, yeah, to be very honest, I'm not much of a Foo Fighters fan. Sure. Um, not really a fan of their music at all. Uh-huh. Uh, but I will, I will check out this movie. So you like horror comedy? Yeah, I dig it. I, I do I do too, but like uh, all my horror comedy tastes are older. And the only things that are modernly released that I like that are horror and funny are from Blumhouse. Like your uh, Happy Death Day. And the, like, I love that. I don't know. This just looks kind of rough. But, you know, nothing, you know. Okay, so I will say, though, Foo Fighters always do tend to have a good time. You know what I mean? Like they they really do put a lot of love and effort and energy into their stuff. So I think it'll at least be fun. So go check this out. If you want to see this movie that we didn't know was now coming out next month, 
this is a brand new like surprise movie. Go check this out. Um, but the biggest trailer, the biggest horror trailer, I should say the biggest trailer, uh, the biggest horror trailer of the week. Netflix, Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot. I believe this is the fifth reboot of Texas Chainsaw. I've lost count. It's it's not good. Uh, it's you know, it's not it's not a good look. But um, yeah, so February 18th, we're going to get a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, I don't know. Trailer's fine, I guess. But I think if it was, I don't know. I think it would be fine if it wasn't for this being the ninth Texas Chainsaw Massacre film in the, the fourth or fifth reboot, you know? It looks stale. Like they have nothing to add. Like why did this need to get made? Yeah. In my opinion, I would, I would, I would uh, rather have like a, um, like a different fresh take, you know, okay, I, know so, that would, I know that would make some people mad, but that's what I want to see. Well, so let me tell you this. It's directed by Fede Alvarez. I'm sorry. It's produced by Fede Alvarez. Mm-hmm. who uh, did Don't Breathe and the mm-hmm. absolute banger of Evil Dead 2013. I know, uh, but just produce. They could just be putting his name on there to be like, look, it's good. I, I know. So the other director is somebody that I don't know. David Blue Garcia. I don't know who What's that is. What's his history? Is. I'll look it up. Um, it's, it's, not, it's not strong, Dylan. Um, I see. Yeah, he's known for something that came out in 2018 called Tejano and this. So well, so that's not good. He's done a lot of cinematography for things I've never heard of. So there's that. Um good luck. so that's unfortunate. But I'm maybe maybe Fede Alvarez can can bring some thunder to this thing cuz I really do like Evil that Evil Dead 2013 and i like don't breathe 2016 i thought that was good too um i enjoyed it i should say i don't know if it's like great or anything but you know what i you know what i respect about don't breathe it's brisk 88 minute runtime you know don't don't you're not wasting my time you're you're getting in you're getting out with a with a with a a good horror film and i respect that i'm just scared like i wouldn't read too much to him producing it because he also no. did don't he also produced don't breathe too and that was bad you know okay like they could well, it could okay. just be like a, a vanity credit yeah true like like a guillermo del toro presents most netflix movies aren't good in my opinion so i mm, yeah you the bring history up a good tells point. me that this won't be good but maybe it maybe it will be nick are you a texas chainsaw fan at all ah uh, i like the original one and i like the uh one with the uh jessica beale yeah, that was actually the first one I saw as a kid, and then I watched the original one. And uh, I think what <laughs> what made me obsess at first was like saying, "Oh, it's based on a true story." I was oh, like, "What?" Then I found out it not accurately. Right, <laughs> like, it, it is extraordinarily loosely based on Ed Gein, like yeah. very, very loosely based. And and then I said they made reboots the. Texas Chainsaw 3D one. Uh, oh man, 3D was so bad. And then um, wh- what was that one? It was like, yeah, it was called Leatherface, right? The origin of Leatherface. Yep. Uh-huh. Which I, I watched it, the whole thing. Like, you gotta be kidding me, because that one was horrible. I thought it's no like, good, dude. It's no good. Then, so but I'm, ho- I'm hoping, kind of like, I'm hopeful that they can breathe some life into this franchise, uh, or. Let this be the final nail in the coffin. One or the other. Either this one's got to be new and different, which it doesn't look that way, or yeah. this needs to be it. We just need to let it go. 
And Texas yeah. Chainsaw Massacre, I Will Die on This Hill, uh, is the prime example that Toby Hooper got very lucky and he never made a good movie after to- Texas Chainsaw. None. None of his movies are good. Dang. Texas Chainsaw was an accident. I'll, I will say that till I die. Toby Hooper sucks. But uh, it's a, what, a, what a hill to die on. Um, but my last piece of news here is very quick. A friendly Christmas game for you all. A24's The Green Knight is returning to theaters this Friday, just in time for Christmas. So if you missed it earlier this year, go see The Green Knight. It's awesome. Um, I loved this movie. It's very slow, though, so be prepared. There's a lot of talking, not a lot of action, a lot of characters, a lot of weird plot and music. But I absolutely loved The Green Knight. And if you want to see a vaguely Christmas-themed film, go see The Green Knight. Nick, did you see The Green Knight? No. Uh, oh, man. Wait. It's phenomenal. I, I know. I, I believe it. I plan on it. I, uh, I you know, I'm, I'm that guy. I bought, I bought it on uh, Blu-ray. And I still oh, have, yet nice. to, have yet to watch it. I have, I'm so behind on my watch list. And I have, Lily, I have a small stack of Blu-rays that I bought. And no. um, I have that's weird. Uh, who does who does that? Oh me, boy, that's familiar. Sadly. Yeah, sounds sounds like me. Uh, that's why I have the filter on, so you can't see the movie shelf. Um, <laughs> but and then, anyway, it makes me excited about that should, movie. Is, uh, yeah. Oh. No, go ahead. Oh no, I'll say what made me excited about the Green Knight. I mean, you know, was uh, the casting. Uh, I forgot his name. Dev I Patel. Remember him watching him on Skins. Yeah, Dev Patel. Like, He's great, dude. Yeah. He's excellent in this too. Um, and Dylan, you liked the Green Knight, right? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I mean, of course. It's David Lowry. We love him. Um, this if you haven't seen it, if you missed it in theaters, it had a pretty short theatrical run. It's coming out this Friday, 1210. Go and see it. Uh, that's an official uncanny universe endorsement. Uh, and also uh Titan is coming out on 4K, so y'all need to buy that movie of the year. Um just saying. It's out on streaming now. You can buy Titan. So that's that's my movie of the year. We'll talk more about that next month. We'll talk about our tops of 2021. But um, anyway, go see The Green Knight. Uh, That's going to do it for us this week. Uh, Thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support. Bye, everyone. This is Dylan. Later. This is Nick. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time.